And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's almost Christmas on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's been helping Santa Claus create his Christmas Eve playlist every year since that fateful night he found Paul O'Neill from Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Magic Tape Deck. It's Joe Quizala. And he's a little stinker who sneaks into your room on Christmas to lick your bowls of custard completely clean. It's David Honey Huntsberger. Tone Zone is here to hog your nog. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Magdalenas. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show, that particular carbohydrate. And perhaps you're thinking, what is a Magdalena? It, according to SMB, who sent it in on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, it is a Spanish muffin. And that sounds delightful. I've heard of that one. You know, I feel like I was at a restaurant recently and they had Magdalenas and they described it as little donuts. But I'm going to trust SMB. I just I'm am. Gonna, I'm okay. going to say flour is flour and sugar and eggs, etc. You can't just say it's Spanish because it's in Spain or originated from there. It's become just a worldwide muffin. Well, maybe Magdalena <laughs> is a Spanish. Does Magdalena mean muffin in Spanish? I think it's Mary Magdalene. What was her last name? Yeah, I was going to say, is her name Mary Muffin? (laughs) Oh, my God. When translated? Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) But wait, who are all these people? Let me introduce you. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Joe Quazala. Hi. You're back. I specifically have questions for you, and I've written them down. Thank God. There's just one big one. And then, then I'll never have to come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting off so easy. Oh, I worried on the last episode when I said thank you for being so available <laughs> that I was not going to see you for a while after that. But then I like did a quick. I'm like, no, that's not what I. It came out wrong. I just meant thank you for making yourself available. Yes, and, and I and the and the honest truth is that uh, I like being available for this show and making I, myself available for it. Well, we both, I, the <laughs> listeners do, and yeah, I love that. Yeah. Please, thank you, thank you Happy, for making yeah. yourself available. Of course. Dave Huntsberger. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I also, no, I have a more, I have a specific question for Joe. I have a more general question for you. Oh, man. Yeah, but also they should know you've shaved your facial hair. You're clean shaven. They don't need to know that. No, I think they do. They should. They should. Well, they know should. That. Here's this Here. is sort of the engine that drives the show is anything that's in my head, and so <laughs> they need yeah. to know. They need a window to that mania. Yeah, that when I am talking to you, I'm thinking clean shaven, clean shaven, clean shaven. Which was only brought to your attention really because Tony mentioned it, and then you went, "Oh, I, I thought something was different about your forehead." Not different necessarily. <laughs> Just when you came in, you were in the kitchen talking to Daniel, and I had a real bird's eye view. If the bird was hovering a little below your forehead, I had a lower bird's eye view of your forehead, and I was like, so smooth. Ah. Not to say that it was like rough before. I just never noticed that that you have such a beautiful forehead complexion. But we later decided that my brain, like, that was receiving signals saying clean shaven, and what came out, sort of like as if it hit a spoon and then turned around, was smooth forehead. 
clean shaven, <laughs> smooth forehead. Ah, okay. Don't believe her. She usually calls you sandpaper head. <laughs> yeah, you should hear the thing she says. It is not pretty. What's going on about my goddamn forehead? When <laughs> it's I'm not beautiful. Here. It is. You have a. You have like. Did you Botox? I got bitten in the face by a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Just locked it up. Yeah. It works. <laughs> it's good. It's it's snake free. venom. Yeah. Yeah. It's there free. was a period where they were try they were experimenting with that as a Botox thing. Like oh, really? rattlesnake venom. Yeah. I think there's Jay. some makeup called but it's like lip stuff to plump your lips. I think. Called snake venom or yeah. something like that. Get them snakes in there. Yeah. Get some, get some snake in your face. You know what <laughs> I never want to do? Use maggots as like a healing what? thing, which Why? apparently they are. What? Yeah. <laughs> apparently they are. Apparently in like a wound that won't heal. I don't know if this is like, I, this can't be modern medicine, but at some point they did this in, in a wound that won't heal. They'll just set up, set a bunch of maggots in there because they'll eat, you know, rotting flesh, but not healthy flesh. Is this uh, medical news from the Civil War? <laughs> yeah. I, I get a, um, I get uh, um, I get a weekly HTML. <laughs> I subscribe, <laughs> and then also I don't want anything to do with leeches. Well, yeah, no one does. Well, but the people are like, no, they're good for bleeding. Mm. Should you need to mm. be bled? I believe that's how George Washington died. Really? I think so. <laughs> he overleached. I think le- leeching in general, I just truly think was like the practice of uh, people who call themselves wizards, right? You know? Yeah, I don't know the what would it lead to. You got all these things crawling on you, and then you get what, like salmonella or something. What would get it? Bacterial infection. You get something from the leeches that was. Bad. Oh, I assumed that he died because he they just took too much blood. That's. I mean, like I'm also truly accessing a memory from grade school about learning about George Washington, so it is very likely apocryphal. It, it no, it, it's it's a. You're not the only person. It, it, uh-huh. I didn't even have to type the whole thing, and it popped up. Yeah. What yeah. did you type? I started to type just George Washington, and I think I got L-E-E, and then it... it, Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the fact that Washington was bled by his overseer in the absence of a doctor was not unusual. Barbers or surgeons, men with little or no formal medical training, specialists in bleeding. Yeah, like Sweeney Todd. That's why the... Right. Isn't that pole that's outside of a barbershop to indicate candy canes and blood? (laughs) I made the candy. (laughs) To indicate that they do bleeding or something i have a real problem with blood sorry for that noise to begin with so this is Uh like right outside of right in the what's the opposite of your wheelhouse (laughs) oh god i i can't uh your your no square yard no pressure yeah it's right at my square yard wait a wheelhouse is that a boat reference what what is a wheelhouse i don't know tony we're keeping those i think of it is it baseball like that, uh, you're wheeling around on the ball, and it's inside this house. I where think you're... it me... actually is a sports reference, but we think it's a boat. Thing. Let me tell you something, please. You're both right. Oh, Ooh. what the hell? Playing baseball on a boat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that is that's all it says. <laughs> Boats ball. Uh, it's a it's defined as noun. Definition one: a part of a boat or ship serving as a shelter for the person at the wheel. But then definition two. The part of a batter's strike zone most likely to produce a home run. Well, I think that's more appropriate what, to the term. Yes, we use. thank yeah. you. So the opposite of that would be it's hitting the zone of the. Did you say the part of the bat? You're getting hit no, by. You're getting hit by the pitch. Yes, that, but that must would be have opposite. been a, yes. like a sailor that also played baseball, and they were like, "Good hit, man! Nice home run!" And he was like. 
I, this is weird, but right when I hit it, it felt like when I'm steering my boat. I just felt like I was in my wheelhouse. Anyway, talk of bleeding and insects is it's disgusting yeah. to me. And yet, on top of all of this, you don't seem to like maggots, which <laughs> I know shocks me. Yeah, we, I know. we all reel back at that quite a bit yeah. as we're all in possession of maggots currently. Yeah, I had like to put normal mine away. Citizens. The world yeah. zigs, I zag. Oh no one, I know it's uh. Like, if I were on The Bachelorette, it would just say Allison, 44, which is curious to begin with, married with two kids. I mean, uh-huh. that wouldn't say that, but it would always be in my story. But then it would yeah. just say, like, doesn't like maggots. Maggot-averse. Yeah, it would be enough to build my storyline around. <laughs> right. They'd just be like, those quick little jeopardy. Sorry, I interrupt you. <laughs> no, no, no. Go, I was just going to say that, you know, the, the Bachelor, he's really in his head. He's like, I, w- and I brought my bag of maggots. <laughs> I know. I just found out that Allison, you know, we got really, she was very vulnerable with me and she told me that she's actually, she's an aversion to maggots. And I don't know if that's something I can, uh, I can see in a lifetime partner. He brought his bag of maggots. We were having dinner on the beach (laughs) and he leaned over and I thought he was going to pull out a ring or a rose, but instead it was a bag of maggots. And I, um, I started crying. And I'm just so embarrassed. Tony, I interrupted you, though. You were, yeah, because you were reading something, and then I started, I got all excited about my knowledge about the poll. I have a question real quick, though, for you and Joe. Okay. And I'm going to get the answer by asking the question. That is a great way to do it. Right? Yeah. Do you dabble in detective work? (laughs) (laughs) Is it as fun to say bag of maggots as it seems like it would be? You already know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to try it, Dave? I'm wondering if it's more fun to say just in anger, like "you fucking bag of maggots," because oh, yeah. it's so, celebrity yeah. fun. Or we just like bag of maggots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be careful though with I'm that. I'm happier yeah. in a bag of maggots. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of fits yeah. in anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys just struck gold. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't. First of all, I don't think I ever even officially introduced you, Tony. No, Mm-mm. but now Hello. you just did. Hi, welcome, and yeah. I feel like you were reading something about a barbershop and then I interrupted you. I mean, that was basically the okay. gist of it. Yeah. You, All didn't, right. you didn't miss much. So back. glad we came back to that. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. Okay. We've got a lot of fun stuff in this episode. We have a Joe quiz. Mm-hmm. We, who's, um, who's this Joe quiz? Joe Quizala. <laughs> it's Joe Quizala. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, sorry. That was Tony's. Man. I just hopped. I just piggybacked on. Yeah. Um, and then. What did you say? We heard. <laughs> you didn't have to <laughs> we were clarify. Present. Everyone could hear that it was Tony first. Save it for the after show show. <laughs> sometimes on the previous podcast, for which I am sometimes known, I would say something quietly, and then someone else would say it loudly, and then they would get the acclaim. And I'm like, Ooh. hey, I was there 0.5 seconds before, mm-hmm. but no one registered it, so I just wanted to give Tony his due. Thank that you. was noble. Thank you. I, and I thank you on Tony's behalf. I You're, said thank you, not Tony. <laughs> You're welcome. That was that was all me. Yeah. If people rewind back about 15 seconds, what you'll hear is me gently before everyone else going, thank you. <laughs> so just, that's oh, no. Doing. Did I te- steal that from you? Everyone did. Yeah. Oh, no. Did. <laughs> I've basically said all the things very quietly. Yeah. Just a step ahead. Turn up the volume. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever get emails from people that were like, I heard you. <laughs> You know, because you oh, were yeah, into I the did. mic, right? Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. definitely did. I did. But still. But do you get those all the time? Like, every time a thank you card is sent? 
<laughs> yeah, we know you originated. <laughs> I open my door and there's a singing telegram. Like, we heard you first. <laughs> That's really nice. Do they still do singing telegrams? And do you do you know anyone who ever received one or sent one? I know someone who broke up with someone through a singing telegram. No, that's like cameo of yesteryear. Yeah. Mark McGrath is a singer. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And Mark yeah. McGrath is now the go-to mm-hmm. cameo because of... Do you think that was a stunt for cameo? I, I, I wonder. Do. Like it was PR you, to get cameo. Do you know what we're talking about, Dave? Yeah, I did see some of that. I heard of it. I know that... I started watching about... Uh, five or six seconds of it and his face was creeping me out <laughs> talk about a smooth forehead yeah Oof. this is un, unpleasant you know unsettling. what his secret is bag of maggots <laughs> that was about a good I saw <laughs> three people trying to Christmas carol in my neighborhood a while ago and they one of them was holding a guitar and all they did was like go yard to yard and they'd like look and see Christmas lights and stuff and then look at the gate and then look at each other like you think we can open this gate <laughs> Like one house after another. And then as I pass them, I'm like, you guys caroling? And they're kind of like, yeah, yeah. I was like, cool, good luck. And then they just kept doing it. I don't think they, I never heard them sing. Unconfident carolers. Very funny. <laughs> just like, should we so sing fast? now? I don't know. If we should. All right. Cool. Do you start with the guitar and then we just kind of start singing? I mean, my, my guitar's kind of out of tune. Maybe we just should, John, I don't know. Let's get in a yard first. And then we'll okay, just, maybe it'll just that's come good. to us. Oh, wait, I have something, I have something in my car. I'm going to go say, out of my car. Uh, then, then we'll start. And then we'll do it. Wait, are we all going to your car? Oh, you can if you want. We can all go. You, yeah, why don't you? Yeah, why don't we all go? Okay, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And then I'll see. I forget what I had in my car. Um, I thought it was like a, do you have a guitar pick? Do you need a pick? Oh, that's it. Yeah, there, there's picks. I have some picks in my trunk. We'll just okay. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then, we'll, then we'll sing and do the songs, right? Perfect, because yeah. I just want to keep moving. You guys said <laughs> this was going to be good. It's cold out, and I don't yeah, want yeah, to yeah, just yeah. stand no, in no, no. here. Sure, yeah. I. And then, you know, do we want to hold my guitar? Actually, maybe if you hold, yeah, why don't you hold it and then I'll just... But I don't play. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Hello? Who's out there? <laughs> Did you go to Adam run. Sandler's house? Yeah. Is there? <laughs> Who's out there? <laughs> it's your mother. <laughs> can caroling happen at any point in the season? Absolutely. I feel like it can. I feel like they're getting out there too early. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, they are. I mean, what you want is a movie where it's, you know... All the family is there, mm-hmm. which would be what, the 22nd or 3rd, maybe they get into town, and then you open the door, and you're a crowd of people singing to a crowd of people. Like yes, you family. need crowd on crowd yeah. action. Otherwise, it's just, um, uh, my friend JR, years ago, went to a concert, and there was a guy playing a didgeridoo, and he was in the front row. My friend JR was in the front row, and the guy was playing the didgeridoo. And so he closed his eyes because it was just like too intense. <laughs> this, this, like directed at him, oh, sure. personal didgeridooing. And then the visuals alone. The, yeah. Yeah. Right. The, right. The, but the player of the didgeridoo thought him closing his eyes meant he was super into it. <laughs> so he got like more intense and more <laughs> focused on him personally. Oh, That's what Carolers singing to you personally is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you open your door single and you're just standing there. But who's even like they're just caroling to ring ring doorbells now. Who's opening their door? I mean, I guess maybe someone would see it's a bunch of carolers, but yeah. I don't think so. Uh, and then you'd also go, that's a pretty clever move by burglars. Yeah, people going through the back while yeah. distracted by yeah. carolers. Yeah. Quite possibly. Sir, why'd you open your door to strangers? One of them had a hat, kind of a Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I have been telling people that we're doing the year end episode and that they should send in their favorite clip and time code and just a short description of what the clip is. And I let them know that this was a Dave Huntsberger move (laughs) because I don't know who it was. It may have been Daniel. Oh, my God. I haven't even addressed why Daniel's voice has not been heard except for in the intro. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you. But uh, I don't know if it was... Daniel, who's like your who who was joking about how I'm making them do all my work, and I'm, but someone was someone was busting me about that, um, and I'm like, no, this is a Professor Blastoff move. Dave recommended it, and I like it. Yeah, I think I, I think I can't take sole credit for it. It was originated in in that podcast. So you didn't say it quietly first. Maybe I, mean, I like the idea of a clip show. I think it probably was brought up as a joke. Like, what if we did a clip show? And then I think Earwolf was into it. Like, yeah, yeah maybe. And then the, when we just teased it out there, we just instantly kind of got responses that made it very easy for the engineers. And then that was the only di- – people would go, the one where this happens. We're mm-hmm. like, well, we're not going to go dig through that. Right. So if you find it and put it in. And then people are pretty good at that. So hopefully your listeners are doing the same. They are. They cool. started – yeah, at the beginning it was very slow. Much like me on Cameo was slow. But then I think Mark McGrath has maybe helped everyone on Cameo <laughs> because, man, they've been – Spe- they've been coming they've been yeah s- this is like a faster trickle sprinkling i don't know um but yeah i'm getting lots of choices for favorite moments but i'm still taking moments but almost not taking them anymore we're almost at the deadline so send them ariymbf show at gmail.com favorite moments of 2019 and uh per dave let me know <laughs> episode time code and just tell me what it is that we are looking for um and thank you very much uh come to my live show at Sketchfest, january 26th my old band the angoras is going to be reuniting for the only yeah. first time ever cool. to, play, to be the musical guest of that show the guest guest or guest guests will be announced shortly um and the angoras music is now in honor of this the angoras music is now available on itunes spotify streaming amazon wherever you, wherever one gets uh, music online it's there so you can you know where else you could have heard it the space cave where oh that's remember? right i had to go and get a disc from a guy in canada i, I, I love that Discord. story yeah, it's difficult <laughs> you could have you could have asked me and i could have just given you one i don't know why i didn't yeah i, I prefer uh, the i like that you went to canada yeah i i really dug into the internet to try to how did you fun. do it again i searched it and then i i think it came up on Kind we of a talked deep search. Okay. And then, yeah, Discogs, I didn't know if that was like a real site or whatever. Yeah. And then it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just people that have, oh, yeah, I have that. And I was <laughs> like, I don't need the physical thing. And then I think he cut me a deal. We're like, all right, I'll just send you. And he sent them in a really weird format. But I got them. And then I kind of enjoyed that, like where things don't exist. in once they're in the river and then you can just go and yeah. pause and fa- go, you can go anywhere in the river. But if it's out there in the woods and you got to go hike a ways, it's fun. You got to go find stuff. And you're like, I don't know if this exists anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you reach this cabin and you're like, I've got one. <laughs> and then you go. And that's what it felt like. Well, now, now it's in the be, river. Yeah. It's, I've, we've, <laughs> we've dumped it in the river because I want people to be able to go, because, familiarize themselves with the songs before the show. Um, so go check that out and come to our show. And you're going to be in San Francisco for my show. Go to Childish on the 25th, which is just the day before. Um, we're going to have Jessica Kirsten. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, but um, she's great. As indicated, <laughs> by the way, I might have bungled her last. Does anyone know Kirsten? I think it's Kirsten. Kirsten. How do you spell it? K-I-R-S-O-N. Yeah. Do I don't think I know her. Do I? 
You uh, might. She's, she's a New around. York, okay. New York comedian. Okay. Kirsten, that feels. We're gonna have her. I'm very excited. Greg knows her well, um, and she is supposed to be great. And listen, if you can't make it to San Francisco, go to Dave's show. Yes, right here in Los Angeles, at the Dynasty Typewriter. January 26th, the same day. That's crazy. I know. It's really bad timing. And Renee, this is why I'm not getting ahead, you guys, because I'm plugging other people's shows that are opposite mine. Renee (laughs) is doing her show up there at Sketchfest, like opposite mine, too. So there's a lot going on. Do you have anything going on January 26th? That weekend, I'll be in Vegas at the Bonkers Comedy Club. Oh, if you're in Vegas, yeah. if you like getting bonkers, <laughs> then come find me. Yeah, but Tony will be at the show. I will be. Yeah. Yes. So at least you don't have something competing I yet. Know, it's the one. It's my. It's my day off, and I'm gonna come and spend it with you. That's right. I'm very, very excited. Um, honored is what you mean. I'm very, very honored. <laughs> Thank okay. You. Let's get to the hard-hitting questions. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I have some questions. I'm going to get them answered by asking them. (laughs) Oh, no. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah, Tony invented it, but I'm going to now do it. Do... I'm I'm catching you off guard. Do you have anything to play for asking some hard-hitting questions Uh, in order to get answers? uh, I mean, we can go this route. Now, we are going to hear that later during our Joe Quiz. Perfect. But, Joe. Yes. What did you end up doing for Thanksgiving? Because when you came on the show and I insulted you regarding your availability, but then Mm -hmm. spun it, um, (laughs) you didn't. It was right before Thanksgiving. I had no firm plans, yeah. You didn't know what you were going to do. You were saying it was like it could go any which way. Which way did it go? Can I take a guess and Tony takes a guess? We'll see who gets closer. Ooh, a (laughs) pre-quiz. This is going to draw it out, and I know the listeners want the answer very, very soon. This is going to be torture for them. No, it's foreplay. This is like, we'll be back right after this. (laughs) You just fucking said that. This is like, did you guys watch Celeb Rehab with Dr. Drew? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, with like Dennis Rodman and stuff? Yeah. And, um, yeah, Vern Troyer. I, I watched a few episodes, undoubtedly. I watched a few seasons. And it was always <laughs> like, how how long is a 25 minutes, 26 minutes, 27 minutes? How long is a half hour show? Let's Something say like it's 26. 22, 23, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's say it's 23. It'd be like 22 boring minutes. And then the 23rd minute, you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? That's how I always, <laughs> I was always hooked at the very end. That's what this is. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Take a guess, Dave. <laughs> the intrigue of people finding out which celebrity's going to get boot. Did they get kicked out of rehab house? No, no, they, no. they maybe get sober. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea that at the end, if you're not a good enough addict, you get kicked out of rehab. <laughs> Find out who's getting thrown out of this place. Oh, uh, but there's some intrigue. I feel like this is an unfair setup in that at the end, you just find out what someone did for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be a great reveal. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, um, I, thought <laughs> I think uh, you responded to a few texts of like, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to maybe catch a movie with someone and just kind of lay low. And some people invited you over to... Uh, uh, a, a gathering, just kind of a friendsgiving, and you thought that. Then you thought that'd be kind of stressful because you'd be there and not really know everyone, and didn't really want to be in that environment. So you're walking down the street, and like a cool car pulled up. <laughs> it's like, what are you heading my way? And then the, you were like, you know what? Sure. And you got in, ended up going to say Santa Monica, and then up into maybe Malibu, and mm-hmm. hanging out on the beach and just building a little fire and making a memory with some sort of a friend that you 
for whatever reason, we'll keep in touch with only through postcards going forward. Uh-huh. And then I think you left with not sharing one another's phone numbers. Just here's a PO box I have in various countries. And you were like, all right, I, I don't write a lot. And I'm like, maybe never again then. But then you both kind of thought like, I think I will write a postcard here and there. And, and that's how your Thanksgiving ended. Yeah, Dave, just safe guess. Dave nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I, I'm sure you can't guess. Do we even guess? I, I mean, know, well, that was going to be my guess. So I'm kind of, you know. Um, you can't. I mean, just for fun, you can you can make a guess if you'd like. I'm gonna guess that you uh, went caroling in Dave's neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> to tie together mm-hmm. some loose strings here. <laughs> I have an unfair advantage because well, but Tony also has that advantage because he knows what you are considering doing. True. I but think... also, I can't remember shit these days, so oh. I don't remember what the options were. Yeah, I right. would be shocked if you remembered. <laughs> I think what the maybe you were. did go down to your friends in Orange County. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Time for the answer on the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll be right back. (laughs) Are are we ready? Do we need a music cue for the answer? Uh, There probably isn't one, I would assume. Sure there is. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's going to be sick of that sound by the end. Oh, yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, for what became a Friendsgiving, Mm -hmm. I ended up going to the house of... And really, the apartment of <laughs> Dave is crossing his fingers. <laughs> it starts. It sounds. I went to the apartment of an acquaintance who's also a comedian who lives with another comedian, and it was uh, the three of us and an additional friend. It was just four people, very small, like intimate, this podcast. Not unlike this podcast, only there was food that was eaten, uh, and we were we considered coming here for it, but we decided to do it <laughs> at their apartment. So you, so you, uh, you snubbed your friend. In Orange County. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure how serious of an invite that was oh. to begin with. But also, it, it was, as you might recall, it was raining quite a bit mm. on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to drive to Orange County. It didn't seem like a, yeah. a smart idea. So I ended up having a an oddly intimate Thanksgiving dinner with, with people I didn't know that well, but that I like. And was happy to spend the time with them. And then we watched a bunch of uh, <laughs> fail videos on YouTube afterwards. And it was a lot of fun. That's like a thing the young people do. Yeah. It was do great. you want to name names of who you hung out with or oh, no? Oh, sure. Uh, 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 a shout out to Dave Ross and Chris Charpentier for hosting. I know Dave Ross. Good guys. Yeah, great guys. guys. Yeah. I really, I really uh, like those guys a lot. And normally do not spend a ton of time with them, but I was so glad I did. I spent last Thanksgiving with those guys. What? Are you and serious? A, and a, yeah. And, I mean, it was probably 10, 12 total people, but they were two of the people there. Wow. And then... They played this bag game. Did you guys play that? And with Chris their... is insanely good at oh, it. Oh, you have to pick up the with bag your with your mouth. Yeah, and yeah. Chris is really good Chris at it. Chris is very good at it. Yeah. I, and I know that because of the like Instagram stories from last year. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to stand on one leg, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a bag on the ground. And then you A you regular tilt. grocery store paper bag. Okay. And then you, you tilt with your bouncing on one leg and try to pick it up with your mouth without using your arms. And, and then each round, they cut off like an inch of the top of the bag. How did you guys do? So did you bite it? I didn't play. I made a firm thing that I wasn't enjoying any revelry. <laughs> I said, guys, I don't like revelry. I'm just going to sit here. And everyone respected that. They were fine with it. I think my back was a little sore or something. I just, I knew mm-hmm. I wasn't going to, I was going to make a fool of myself. So I didn't do it. And a couple people did like, I think I, and they get so close to it, lose their balance and smash head first. Oh, something. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I. Yeah. I, that sounds really hard. How'd you do? Well, we did not end up playing oh. the bad game with just the four of us. 
We'll be back after this. Can I say something going back to something that we only talked about for a second before, very loosely, which is Canada? I've noticed something. When I do episodes that have something to do with Canada, there's a real spike. Every I don't know if hmm. I have a lot of Canadian listeners or if... Well, what's the other option? Everyone loves to hear about Canada. I don't know. But anytime I work Canada into the title, that's like a, a very listened to episode. I have some great news. I'm going to be in Winnipeg January 14th through 18th. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dave's Canadian news. The spike is going to be nuts. <laughs> have you played Canada before? Yeah, I used to do um, Calgary and Edmonton a bit. I've been in... Um, British, like Vancouver. Did you do times. super well? Because all of a sudden I'm wondering, like, I guess in my head, I'm like, is it that there's a ton of Canadian listeners or are they just more passionate? And, but then I don't know what, like in the way that the Canadian dollar is more than the American dollar, like a Canadian listen is more than the American listen. Doesn't make any know. sense. I feel like I've always kind of had the same thing of like a smattering of a turnout and then a percentage of them extraordinarily excited and like taking photos after. And then the rest of the people who didn't really enjoy themselves, like what the hell? What? <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> and there were some people in Calgary. I'll never forget this story. It was two young girls who were like seemingly very normal lovely pleasant people to be around well-dressed nothing abnormal but they worked in a vault just archiving stuff all day they never saw the sun and they brought a co-worker an older woman who was like i had to come to this show because they have the worst job in the world i know that definitively and they're just in there all day giggling the whole time and i finally asked them like what are you laughing at and they were listening to Professor Blastoff. And then they got her listening, and then she really liked it. So then they came out and saw the show. And so it would be a little bit of that, like people that were familiar with something. It was like, a lot of shut-ins. <laughs> Wait, what did, they, what did they archive in there? <clears throat> I don't know if it was a library or just data, police records. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> just that it's a vault. It's just a big-ass vault. And they were just – I picture it having no windows and being fully like you're in kind of an underground – cubicle space and you go well we're heading to work and you go into an, an entirely enclosed room that has sensitive things so that you can't even really turn on the lights that's how i picture them mm, like a dark room yeah but i don't think it was a dark room intense. for info yeah it was something pretty uh it's something you wouldn't aspire to do and yet they were they were into it i'm curious what's become of them what their lives have they're have probably listening are, and are they're they, gonna they're still in the vault <laughs> They get locked in the vault. They're probably listening. And if I work Canada into the title, they'll for oh, sure man. hear this. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I need to talk to you guys about something that I'm very into, and that is Wantable. Uh, Wantable is a personal stylist uh, service that sends you on-trend clothing in a style or fitness edit. So an edit is seven pieces of hand-picked clothing from a variety of amazing brands. So you can choose either style or fitness. Um, I chose style. I'm super into their clothes. I have a real, as you know, as you guys know, I pretty much wear one of three or four things, but you probably all looks like one thing to you because they're all black. Now I was tired of it today. Reached yeah. into my closet. I know, but this is. But I'm just now recycling old stuff that I used to wear. I the know, hell but, out of, it's, but it's I feel different. Like it's the first time I've seen you know. in person. Not and you only saw wearing two, black. You saw two of that. You saw before I had a, a um, the closest 
purple can get before it's black that's what i was wearing something that was maroon because i reached into my closet and i'm like i can't i can't wear black again i'm gonna wear this i haven't worn it in a long time it's just been sitting in my closet it's got a lot of fuzz on it and it probably smells like must and then i thought no i'm gonna wear this lively gray and dark gray thing (laughs) but anyway um all of that is to say that i have I have trouble dressing myself, which is where something like Wantable comes in. You just take a quiz and then they get the right stuff for you, stuff that's going to look good in your size, in your style. They have a lot of very cool clothing. If you want to be a cool girl, you can wear this stuff, but they have a lot of stuff that I feel like cool girl is a very specific description. And that's what I see when I look and I'm like, oh, I want those clothes. But they have lots of other styles, too. They have all the styles. All the styles? <laughs> they Say have what? all the styles as long as they're good. They have no bad styles. All the good styles? They have all the, but then they also have all the fitness styles. No way. You guys have got take the Styler Fitness Quiz. An in-house stylist gets to know your closet, lifestyle, size, and unique preferences so they can outfit you for anything and everything. You get five days to try on everything at home and decide what you want to buy or what you want to send back. A $20 styling fee will be credited towards any item you keep from your edit. Wantable has taken the challenge out of finding the right clothes for me to wear every day. They can help you too. Go to wantable.com slash best friend for $25 off your first edit. That's wantable, W-A-N-T-A-B-L-E.com slash best friend for $25 off your first edit. Wantable.com slash best friend. And while I have you, I also need to talk to you guys about StoryWorth. You've heard me talk about StoryWorth before. Um, because it's a really, really great gift. Uh, you choose someone that you want to give StoryWorth to, and they se- StoryWorth sends this person uh, story prompts in the form of questions, much like the questions that Tony has invented um, each week. And it, you know, and, and uh, then they respond to the prompt either by email or by calling in. And then at the end of the year, uh, you have they put it into a hardbound book, so you have like a book of memories of whoever you get. I gave it to my dad. I felt like I knew all of his stories. I'm like, okay, let's see what you got. Um, and I learned a ton about him, and I love that I have this to be able to give to my kids. It's just a really, really great gift, especially around the holidays. Um, you never know what family history StoryWorth will uncover. Preserve and pass on memories with StoryWorth, the most meaningful gift for your family. Sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash best friend. You get $20 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash best friend for $20 off. Again, storyworth.com slash best friend for $20 off. I have a question for Tony. Hmm. It's a specific, I forgot to mention, I had a specific question for joe specific question for tony general question for dave oh man i know my specific question for tony is uh you just played a show with um allison rosen as your new best friend guests paul rust and michael cassidy don't stop or we'll die and jonah ray how was it how was that show i I wanted to be able to go but i couldn't because our babysitter is sick well actually full disclosure she was booked for last night but the reason daniel is not here right now is because she is currently sick so she couldn't make it tonight so daniel is watching the kids that's where daniel was to answer that question from before how was your show tony it was really fun uh it, yeah i am i kind of feel like someone hit me with a truck today because uh, I played two sets, and the the Jonah set is short but very high energy, and uh, I was I was worn out, and then I had to play another hour after that. Right. Um. But uh, it was super fun, though. Uh, it's it's just both both of those uh, things are really fun to play with. I like all those people, and it's just a good time. Good crowd, super fun. 
Yeah. Sounds super fun. I yeah. saw a video that you posted or retweeted of the song Gracie, and I didn't know uh-huh. that Paul dances so much. Oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm a, it's worth coming to the show just to watch Paul dance. Sometimes I wish see you guys live sometimes. Sometimes I wish he didn't play bass just so he could only dance on stage. Right. <laughs> That's how good his moves are. What venue was it? The Satellite. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. I like that place too. Yeah. It's like a, if it's, it, I know obviously it is a bar, but like most venues, like as soon as the show's over, they're like, get out of here. Yeah. But like, they let you hang out for a while. Like they're not just the band, like. They let people hang for right. a while. And they're not mm-hmm. ever in a rush to get people out. There's yeah. not a Which dance is... club starting right after, right. which is what exactly. used to happen in New York. Mm-hmm. Have I mentioned that I used to live in New York? What is this now? That's just a little joke. <laughs> it's a little. I mean, it's not. I really did live there, but I've been accused of mentioning it too many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hence, I'm working it in now. Do you keep anything in your um, arm pocket, Joe Kozala? Uh, never. Okay. I forget that it's there. <laughs> And now I'm self-conscious. <laughs> so I'm sorry. My eyes just fixated on it. And like I said, this show's about things that enter my mind. Yeah, no, Go, it's true. For, for better or worse. Yeah, it's... it's is uh, there like a... Two, is that a two-pocket? Is there a y- pocket on your pocket? There are little... It's almost like you could only put golf pencils in here. The way, <laughs> the way this little it's pocket cigs, on top... man. Yeah. Store your cigs. I mean, honestly... Golf pencils. <laughs> just looking at... Yeah, dimension-wise. How many pockets are, am I looking at? So these... Again, Again, you could you could do four golf pencils here individually in their own pocket. So I guess that's technically four, but they all comprise one square, which is above the zippered pocket, which you could fit, you know, a uh, bag of maggots, a bag of maggots, or oh. a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I, again, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. would you? I was picturing like a big bag of maggots, the one that sizes. the bachelor. So I'm sorry. There's four openings on that little p- upper pocket? Yeah, they're, they're little, you know. It's like a tiny cargo short on your arm. Mm, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> it's a cargo sleeve. It's a cargo a sleeve. A cargo sleeve, I guess. Don't I use like, it. I should I, utilize it. I like the jacket a lot, though. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I know I know. it doesn't sound like it, the mm-hmm. way I'm... No, rub, it's, a ro- it's a roast of your jacket. <laughs> Dave, are you ready for your general question? I am, but I do <clears throat> want to point out, I don't know how well I can explain this, and this isn't how you did it, but it seemed very similar that you were talking to Tony and then you were finishing your thought with him and your, but your head had already started to turn toward Joe and then your eyes caught up with your head and then did a <laughs> slight glance up and then a glance down to the pocket and it was very 80s movie like you finished, uh, all right, maybe we'll see you there. What are you looking at, four eyes? It was that same kind of like head movement, eye movement. Because you went instantly from talking with Tony to then like, what's up with the pockets? It was just very Wait, similar. I'm the bully? You oh, had yes. a, the, the, the head movement, eye movement to immediate noticing and commenting on it was very similar. Well, and I but will the, say, not, the too, to, not that I was exactly telling anything that exciting, but it did make me feel like my story was extra boring because it was basically cut off with, what's with that pocket? <laughs> it was a double dunk. I'm sorry, you guys. I am not my, unless this is how I normally am. I'm not quite myself tonight for a number of reasons. I mentioned one of them. Um, because our babysitter is sick and Daniel is watching the kids, he only got home like right before the turnover. Uh, so right before, usually I have more time to get ready for the show and get into show headspace, but instead I was just sort of stressed with like trying to take care of the kids and then also get ready for the show. 
Um, and just in general, I feel stressed about that. And then also, I'm I crazy. <laughs> that is always in the background. <laughs> Man, um, that was Jeff level perfect <laughs> timing on the drop. Yeah, yeah, really. Kudos. Um, also, I'm in the process of switching from Lexapro to Zoloft. Does anyone here have experience? <laughs> now I feel bad about playing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it's... I mean, it's should have doubled down on it there, man. <laughs> it's true separately. Uh, and um, it's sort of a rough transition. I know someone else who did this recently, and for this person, there were no side effects, but that's not the situation I'm experiencing. Um, I'm I am, sorry, you said Lexapro 2... Zoloft. Zoloft, okay. But meanwhile, I'm hearing all these stories of people who are like, Zoloft helped me a lot, but I gained 15 pounds in the first month. And like, I really don't want, I'm still in the process of trying to lose the postpartum weight. So I will take depression and ability to lose weight over like, I'm happy, but I'm gaining 15 pounds every, that's not what happens. But anyway, I've heard so many, because I knew that it was a possibility because with all the, all the antidepressants, there's a possibility of weight gain. Um, but I, I didn't know how Zoloft is kind of known for that, except that then that's at least the anecdotal stories I'm hearing from people that I trust on Instagram. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's commonly associated with that. So that has me freaked out. Everybody's um, different, though. Yeah. And I didn't have a problem with Lexapro mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, but, uh, you don't have to answer this if you don't want. But why, why, did why you am switch? I switching? Lexapro... Um, just because depression was still breaking through mm-hmm. and my shrink, the one who Dave has heard the stories of, and they're not oh, good yeah, stories. The labyrinth. Hilarious. Yes. I have, I, once I realized that his last name starts with S and then I just head to the South lobby elevators, then they would open up right across, across from his office. So I didn't have problems anymore. Before I realized this, somehow I would park I would take the elevator and then I would walk four miles till I got to his office. I don't understand what it's, it's an exaggeration. It was three miles, but it was like (laughs) somehow I was always lost trying to get there and I could never find it. But Mm. now I have, that's why it's not a common show topic. But back in the days when I was talking about my tooth peaks, (laughs) (laughs) tooth peaks and shrink talk. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. So anyway, it's this guy and he felt like, um, there's probably a better, a better drug match for me. So mm. he recommended either Zoloft or, and by the way, Greg Fitzsimmons on childish doesn't give the names of drugs. Cause he feels like people shouldn't, they should uh, do their own uh, work with a therapist to find it. So no one, no one uh, take this to heart, but anyway, he recommended Wellbutrin or Zoloft and Wellbutrin is known to like, not it actually could make, I think is good for weight loss actually. But for a variety of reasons, Zoloft is the one that they think would I would have a better response to, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, now I'm taking half Lexapro, half Zoloft. And the first day I was like super well, – first of all, a lot of diarrhea wow. in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So that happened. That, see, that makes sense because that's always in the commercials one of the side effects. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> honing in and – Talking about you know pockets on sleeves, <laughs> you're rarely one of the side effects. Rarely, right? I, I know. think that's all you. I don't think that's what Bill's talking. <laughs> so that, and then the next day, I was super agitated, and everything felt really speedy, like it was just going too fast. Yeah. Um, and that, but then the next couple days, I felt uh, mood wise better, but still like sort of 
but still kind of fragile. Like things could, something could set me off like a pocket, even though I love these pockets. I love this five in one zippered pocket sleeve. And I'm, I'm sorry that it came out like, um, accusatory. Yeah. Like that guy in, um, sweep the leg. What? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But who's the guy? Johnny. No. William Zabka. Yes. I follow him on Twitter. That's who, that's who I mean. But, um, and then last night I thought I was either going to throw up or um, have diarrhea, but I didn't, but I, my guts were burning. So anyway, I'm sorry. This has been a long story. <laughs> I really, I feel like all the side effects have come out in this and I don't mean in my talking about it. I mean, it's in, you can tell just from my affect that something I'm not myself. So I'm sorry, but the pockets that was Alice. That was classic Aeros. <laughs> yeah. She's still there somewhere. Anyway, if anyone would like to offer info, do they have experience? Tony, I know you do. Changing meds, and how has that been for you? Uh, well, it, it sucks. I mean, it, the, the process sucks because it just, it's like, because once you switch something, you have to get like tapered off of what you were taking. And then he's you, having like, me just do seven days of half. The Zoloft mm. pill and half Lexapro, yeah. and then I go all the way to Zoloft. Yeah, I've kind of done that, but even so, that a lot, so many of them they say like take like sometimes like a month or more to like get in your system and like really That's how start long it working. Takes to gain those fifteen pounds, evidently. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a frustrating process, and for me, I don't know. I've talked to so many people that start taking antidepressants and say like, "Oh my god, they saved my life!" Like I just like everything changed. Like, it was it made so much sense to me now. Of like, this is really what I needed. I've never had that feeling mm-hmm. with things I've taken. I've gotten to where I'm like, I guess I'm doing okay. But I don't know. Um, but I don't know if I talked to you about this. I, I wasn't convinced that I am currently now taking well, – I'm convinced I'm taking this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am now taking Cymbalta, and uh, I wasn't sure it was doing anything. Mm-hmm. So, But my psychiatrist was uh, kind of stumped as to what else to try. And so he's like, all right, well, let's, let's ease you off of this. If you're okay with this plan, we'll ease you off of it and then have you stop and let's give it some time, see how, see how you feel and let's make sure that once you're off of it, you don't suddenly go, oh, this was working. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, that's exactly what happened. That, a similar thing happened to me. Oh, so wait, so where are you now? I'm back on it now because I like quickly, <laughs> I got to where I was like, oh, I'm just crying all the time. But he, and that was before I started getting a divorce. So. Oh, you were primed. <laughs> yeah. But here, I think, is the mindfuck of these drugs. Do you think that that was the, the old you coming back, or was that a reaction to tapering off? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, well, could, I mean, I could even see it being a little of both, because yeah. I've definitely been there in the past before before taking this. So Right. Yeah, because, because it quickly was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how terrible this is. I so I was put on Lexapro or I mean, it wasn't against my will. Like I, I showed up in the office and I'm like, I need something because <laughs> mm. um, I had postpartum depression after Elliot was born. And so I had never been on. I probably I definitely probably could have used them before, but I just was like, I believe so deeply in talk therapy and I, you know, I'm a happy person who's just like been in a bad mood for 30 years and it's always situational. That's how I felt. I was afraid of the drugs, but then it was kind of, ex- it, it was extreme and, uh, and uncomfortable enough um, that about five months after Elliot was born, I was like, okay, I'm open to trying this, especially cause like, I feel like everyone around me was on Lexapro. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And and it didn't change them. It just sort of made their depression symptoms go away or they got better. Um, so then it did help me a lot. Um, like that sort of extreme, like the crying every day kind of like that went away. And I, and I did feel a lot better. And then I'm like, I probably don't need this anymore because really I just took it because it was an acute thing. And, um, and so then when I was getting ready to get pregnant with Owen, I wanted to get off of it, even though like no one around me thought I should. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, you can stay on it when you're pregnant. Um, and they really try to encourage you not to get off of them, but I'm like, I'm going to do it. So I got all the way down to 2.5, which is like a tiny, tiny dose. And that's when I sort of, sort of had the symptoms that you're talking about where I'm like, I don't, but for me, I, I didn't, I'm like, I don't know if this anxiety and depression I'm experiencing is the old me coming back or if this is just a reaction to tapering off, but I don't want to feel it. So then I went up to this, is a very small dose, but mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know, but, but everything I've been feeling lately I still, there is still part of me that goes, but it could be situational. Like, you know, it's just like, it's always, it always can be situational. Yeah. But I think I had experienced feeling better from being on something. So that makes me open to thinking, well, maybe Lexapro isn't the right one for me. Maybe, maybe I could feel more sort of leveled out on a different one. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if all the poop is worth it. <laughs> I don't know. As of right now, I don't know. I say that a lot. Not for this type of scenario, but I just... God, I hope the poop is worth it. <laughs> um, let's talk about Joybird for a second, and then let's do the Joe Quiz. <gasps> Dave. I'm the Joe Quiz. No. <laughs> I was a Dave. Give me any topic. I'll write a joke. I've... <laughs> Oh, we should do that. Was a weird sound I made. We should do that. Um, I I keep I keep uh, teasing my general question for you. Mm, it's it's going to be so disappointing by the time you hear it. But you know, it's not disappointing. Joybird, I love Joybird. Tis the season to get cozy, and there's no better place to snuggle up with a good book and a warm drink than your very own home. Or maybe you're hosting holiday hangs. Are you guys hosting holiday hangs? I feel like you're not, but I feel like you're going to them. No. <laughs> but you just you were just at a holiday hang. I, I hope suppose. their furniture suited your needs, but also <laughs> felt uniquely them. That's where Joybird comes in. Over 50 fabric and leather options, three shades of wood, and over 250 unique silhouettes. Do the math. Joybird's got a lot to choose from. The days of settling are over. I look at Joybird and I'm like, I want to throw out every piece of furniture currently, except for a few that I love. But I want to throw out, I want to redo our whole house with Joybird stuff because it's just, I just like it so much and you can dial it in exactly what you want and it's very stylish. And they have kid friendly and uh, pet friendly fabrics, very custom crafted to, to be exactly what you want. Create furniture that matches your fearless style at joybird.com slash Rosen25. See how Joybird can help make your dream space a reality today at joybird.com slash Rosen25. Go to joybird.com slash Rosen25 and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code Rosen25. Rosen25. Okay. Let's do a quiz. This is where I write all my jokes. <laughs> Everybody gather around Joe Lazala. Everybody gather around, listen to him. Time to learn something about Joe Lazala. Wouldn't you know it? It's the Quizala quiz. All right. 
Thank you, Trap Dog, for that wonderful intro song. Now, the way we do this, Joe asks the question. Dave writes a joke. (laughs) (laughs) We write our answers, and then Tony does some sound effects. And then afterwards, so we do question, answer, question, answer. That's how we do it. Okay. How many questions in total, just so I can start writing on my piece of paper? There are six questions. All right. Now, should I keep score or should we do honor system? I'm going to do honor system, you guys. We've graduated to honor system. Congrats, So everyone everybody. keeps proud of us. score. Yeah. Okay. Ready. Wait, play something and then... That's right. Who saw that one coming? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number one. Where did I first do stand-up? Is it A, South Bend, Indiana... B, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, C, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or D, Chillicothe, Ohio. Where did I first do stand-up comedy? Is that Chillicothe? Is that what you Chillicothe, said? Ohio. Uh, coffee, not coffee. No, don't, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have my answer. Do you guys have your answers? Yes. I do. I think, and if I get this wrong... That's silly, since I'm fairly certain this came up on our episode recently, but I think it was yeah. South Bend, Indiana. As do I. Damn it. I well, did C. We, we might not be right. Wait, I, C, South Bend? A, <laughs> a, a was South Bend. C was Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. I picked Pittsburgh. Yeah. It was technically South Bend, Indiana. <gasps> we get points. That's where I went to college. I mean, we did have an unfair <clears throat> advantage. There. We have a very unfair I guess, yeah, advantage. I guess it did come up before. Dave yeah. and Joe don't need that. This is the first time meeting. And right. we had a long email thread before the show about whether you guys are going to end up hating each mm-hmm. other. And I don't feel like you are yet, but there's a lot that there's can still happen. Plenty, plenty of time. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did grow up in Pittsburgh. And <clears throat> some of my first open mics were there, but technically it was uh, in wait, college. Wait, some of your first open mics? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give myself partial credit. <laughs> don't. All right. Wait. <laughs> but did you first point. do stand up in South Bend, but yeah. you did open mics in Pittsburgh before or after? No, after. The first time I got on stage and did comedy was in South Bend, Indiana. First time I did stand up. So Wipe that partial credit off your sheet. I've kept it. Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> you you make a good point. All okay. right. Numero dos. Question number 2. What time did i shower today <laughs> Ooh. a 6 a.m b noon c 5 p.m or d i didn't shower today a lot of good options there mm. trying to determine if this is freshly washed hair or dirty hair no offense Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> i really can't tell There's something different about your, your forehead too <laughs> you guys i'm sorry i don't I'm really I having blank. a hard time telling if you're dirty or clean <laughs> give me a second really whoever just... the whoever manufactures zoloft take it up with them <laughs> <laughs> you're totally fine i don't even like notice anything i've well, I'm I'm more insulting than normal. <laughs> what if what if like it makes me totally happy but really mean? I, I feel great, but I'm confusing chins for foreheads. <laughs> is, it, is that common? I'm sorry. Read this again. Yeah. What time did I shower oh, today? Do we have a timer, a thing, or mm-hmm. a something? No need. Already answered. <laughs> a, a six a.m. B noon. C five p.m. Or D. I didn't shower today. All right. What'd you guys say? 
We'll start with, we'll start with Dave. Yeah. I was ahead of everyone. Now, you're a neatly groomed gentleman. I noticed your hands. Very clean. I noticed... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Walk us through it. <laughs> yeah. I went to the no shower option thing. Yeah, comedian. Slept a little too much. Went, ah, fuck, I don't have time. Didn't shower. I ruled that out. Mm-hmm. Too shiny of a forehead, as we've all become acutely aware of foreheads today, but not in a greasy way. And I washed my face kind of way. Then I thought 6 a.m., were you up early shooting stuff? It would have, by this time, you'd have some soot. The day's wear on your face. (laughs) You're out there cleaning chimneys. That's off the table. Now, noon. Noon's tough to rule out because that's a perfect, yeah, I woke up late. It's a real comedian's time. It's a perfect Mm -hmm. comedian time, I think. You even procrastinated beyond your normal noon showering time for a comedian and went, oh, my God, I, I got to do that podcast. I don't want to shower at like 6.30 and then just barely be getting there. Maybe my hair is still wet. Uh-huh. I'll feel productive ahead of the game, 5 p.m. Thoughtful response, Tony. What would you think? 5 p.m. I also awesome. put 5 p.m. I guess I'm just giving off 5 p.m. vibes because that's what's up. Woo! Yeah. I feel like I should get double credit just for, <laughs> for your story. You know, I really forensic files the hell out of that. <laughs> I went the opposite route. Just went right to it. <laughs> and then I just did that too. Ah. <laughs> but you. in the course of all of this, I was looking more closely at the hair and I'm like, oh, that's hair that's not 100% dry, indicating even more that it's 5 p.m. Oh, damn. All right. You think I the think. hair wouldn't dry from a? It's see, I think it is one hundred hours dry. later. Yeah. I oh, mean, really? If you had I'll hair, you, that, it's touch, affecting my vision. I'll let you touch the part that you think is not. It's dry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wrong. Just three hours after a shower, if your hair well, is still this, I, I'm going to count be... this as another dunk. I mean, <laughs> no. your hair looks wet. Oh, it's not. Oh, it is not. <laughs> is there Yikes. product in there? Uh, no, there's not. Okay. <laughs> that was that was maybe gonna save you but i yeah can yeah. you walk us through the reason for the 5 p.m shower oh yeah thank oh, you yeah. thank you absolutely uh i was at a wedding this weekend uh and got back and slept for a very long time and then woke up and was still feeling kind of tired and so i was having a lazy day today uh felt i earned it <laughs> and I was a groomsman at this wedding, oh. so I had to put in a lot of work in terms of uh, hanging out with the groom, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a not real, not really a. That's not a lot of work. <laughs> Do grooms <laughs> typically, because since you're a professional groomsman and you've been to all the weddings, and you can generalize on grooms. Do grooms have any sort of freak out before the wedding? Oh no! I mean, like this groom did not. Uh, he kept it pretty chill, baby. Uh, and yeah, we, I was just like hanging out in his, I felt like my role was to, uh, make sure he didn't freak out Mm -hmm. or anything. Like his buds are there and we're all just kind of hanging out in his hotel room and all wearing the same clothes, you know, normal hangout (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Where was the wedding? Uh, Palm Springs. Oh, nice. Very beautiful wedding. Megan Gailey and CJ Toledano, two very funny comedians. Uh, and they had a very funny and sweet wedding. That's nice. Yeah, it was great. All right. Two to 1.5. Did you guys have half a point? I did, yeah. Okay, 1.5 to 2. <laughs> All right, <laughs> question number three. Which of the following is not a medical condition that I have experienced? A, eczema. B, asthma. C, colorblindness. Or D, hyperhidrosis. Well, this is something that you have not experienced. Yeah. Which one have I not experienced? 
A, eczema, B, asthma, C, colorblindness, and D, hyperhidrosis. Luminol. That's a forensic files thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I know. I... To see where the bodily fluids are, right? Just blood. Oh. They go in later and they, the person's like, oh, I don't know. And they're like, let us check. Luminol. And then they <laughs> spray and then it just lights up anywhere there has been blood. So they've scrubbed down the wall. Everything looks normal. And then the luminol just lights it up. So they see like, Allison doesn't like blood. <laughs> Come on, man. Be cool. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. Uh, now I might want to change my answer. Okay, it was hyperhidrosis was D. It was colorblindness was C. Asthma and eczema. Yes. Which one have you not had? Correct. I've had three of these. I'm sticking with my original answer. Same. Is everyone locked in? Yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. I feel as confident as I did about the 5 p.m. America <laughs> or shower. All right. Uh, Tony, what did you... Uh, I'm, I'm second guessing myself because I put B, but I was B asthma. That B was asthma. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, I was going for asthma. Cool, uh, Allison. Which of these things were you confident that I had? But do it in an insulting way. <laughs> <laughs> do it in you a see, you seem way. asthmatic to right, me, yeah. so that checks the box. <laughs> eczema. Um, I don't know what someone who gets eczema skin normally looks like, but I feel like your skin might. You can see my skin. Your, your skin seems breakoutable. <laughs> well, your see, this is going to yeah, sound. I know. All, that's that's why I set you up for if this. If you go one direction, you probably you tend towards oily or dry. I, I wouldn't guess oily <laughs> because your skin looks really good right now. Okay, it doesn't look flaky and dry. But for some reason, I feel like that could be more eczema. But that doesn't even make sense. I think that's wrong. Now, hyperhidrosis was the one that I was like, mm, I don't know because. Would someone advertise that they're extra sweaty? I don't know. I feel like that. So that one, I feel like that. The reason I, ch- I chose C, colorblindness, uh-huh. is the one you didn't have because I don't think you, colorblindness can come and go. Our friend Dave here is colorblind. Okay. Um, so that is why I chose that one. But it's hard for me to really accept that you're advertising that you're, you have been real sweaty. But maybe that's, I don't know. Okay. Zoloft can make you sweaty. Did you guys know that? Know okay. It now. Yeah. C is my answer. <laughs> Dave, what was your answer? I went with eczema. Okay. Mm. A. Uh, so, you, A, we have A, B, C. Yeah, mm. we do. The answer is D. Whoa. Oh, I yeah. was right. I get half yeah. point. <laughs> I do not. Do not have hyperhidrosis. Wait, so you had colorblindness that came and went? No, I never said that. So it's you're color. A, it's a medical condition that I've experienced. I've experienced it my whole life. You're colorblind. Yes, I am. How deep in the game are you? The, we, what do you mean? What are the chances that 50% like, uh, of people uh, what here? What color is his? I mean, that's like one of the reddest things I've ever seen. Same. Yeah. So, okay, so we're probably in that same. It's not like gray. People no, always ask of course that, like, not. Is it black no, and white? It's, I mean, nearly everyone's is red-green deficient, right? Yeah, yeah. But that, as you know, is not the most efficient way to describe it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's what is more the most nuanced. Efficient? The way I've started to describe it to people that I think starts to make sense is like, okay, if I showed you a shade of blue and then I showed you the same shade of blue and I said pick which one's purple yeah that's a good description oh because it's not about like like, oh but if this looks like that color then just say that color's that the real problem is that a lot of colors that you notice subtle differences between just kind of look the same yeah to us I believe I'm really a big fan of like neuroplasticity. So I get really on my brain of once someone points it out and like if they said this is mustard yellow or orange I'd be like, yeah, I could see that. 
But then once they point it out and say, oh, it is for sure mustard yellow. I go, oh, okay. Come on, brain. You be ahead of the game. Pick it out. <laughs> Just pick it out and be confident. But anytime I try to be confident, I'm wrong. Right. Like turquoise can go fuck itself. It's like green yeah, and then also blue. Yeah, pick a side. Get somewhere. And so that... I used to always think it's just me. I'm I'm not categorizing them correctly, and then something would come on a screen, and like my girlfriend would laugh, and I go, "What are you laughing at?" And she, you didn't see that. What? Uh, it was like hidden in those leaves that said colorblind people are stupid. No, like th- those are the worst. So every now and again, one of those slips by, but I think it is exactly that where. You can see them. I feel like we can see all the colors. Yeah. I, I have a feeling they might just not be as vibrant, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's where the distinguishing uh, details are. Yeah. Uh, Canadian colorblind talk. That's that's going in the title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was looking at a, uh, like a graph of how well all the uh, Democratic nominees have been polling. And obviously there's a lot of different colors. And they picked... A few colors, I think, for like, uh, like Bernie and Buddha Judge, and they were like, they looked like the same color to me. I couldn't, and I felt pissed because there were way more distinguishable colors they could have used. Yeah, if they'll do like a deep green and a red as the only two colors, mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially like, if it's a line, if it's like a thin line, it yeah. is harder to tell if it is like a lot of the color, like a mm. block or swatch of the color. Yep. This is crazy to me that you that. Like I said, fifty percent of this show is colorblind people. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put you in a box, but mm, what are the chances? Because like isn't, isn't it pretty rare? I think it's. I would guess. Like my guess would be one in six gentlemen. What? I think it's that um, high. Yeah, I was going to say one in ten. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that a little common. Bit lower, but you might be right. Yeah, I have no. That would just be my guess. I think it's pretty common. And the reason I decided that there's no way that Dave probably, or rather, the reason I decided that Dave probably doesn't have it. Is because I'm talking about Joe. The reason I decided yeah, you thought I didn't have it because you thought I, I phrased it in a way where I I talked about like you peri- like periodically no. <laughs> flare ups. Oh yeah, but I decided for some reason I just decided there's no way you actually currently have it because that would have come up on our episode. Oh yeah, but I guess well, not. No, because also it's on the down low. Yeah, I, it's not. Some, I don't know how you feel, Dave. It's not something I'm like. It's constantly on my mind. <laughs> right. Sometimes I forget, and I will make a joke about like someone's pants, and they'll be, they'll be like, "What are you fucking talking see? about?" Oh, see, yeah. you bust on clothes too. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to. I'm trying to. Uh, you, honestly, it's usually like, "Oh my god, we're like opposite colors." Like I'm wearing a black shirt and gray pants. You're wearing a gray shirt and black pants. They're like, "No, no, I'm not." <laughs> I'm wearing how, a green shirt. How, for both of you, how was it discovered? Oh, a, a test when I was like in kindergarten. Oh, they actually test for it. And my older brother has it, and my mom's father had it, so that genetically makes sense because mm. females carry the gene and then can pass it on to males. Right. And for do you remember? I don't remember. I feel like I saw my colors in kindergarten, and then it, it like bumped my head or something, and it happened. <laughs> I just I don't remember it being talked about a ton until like maybe second or third grade or. Something like that. I don't know. So, but... Do you have a brother? Nope. Okay. I have a younger sister. She sees colors great. She's... All these people in my life have always helped me when I was, like, painting. They would just write all the colors next to what I needed. Because I knew kind of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, how do right. I get this? And that's what's nice about crayons. Yeah. They, oh, they write the color on there. Yeah. But you have trouble discerning the difference between green and red, but you know that in your head, you know that what green looks like and what red looks like, question mark? Well, I know I don't want to color in a lawn red, 
I know that's green. I know when I look at a lawn, it looks very green to me. Mm-hmm. But then you go to a box, especially like colored pencils where they don't have it written on them. Yeah. And, and again, like, there's all Ooh. these, it, there's so many uh, options in between. Yeah. Like Tony's jacket's super red and like a lawn is super green, but then there's all these shades in between where they kind of like meet each other. Yeah. And then you would be able to pick out which ones are <laughs> green and red in that middle space, but mm-hmm. we would struggle. Yeah. The Mickey Mouse outfit. On Tony? Well, I know what Santa wears. <laughs> but also, it... I like for the listener right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just don't. Like this princess pin on Tony's shoulder over here. I know that's pink. I know that. But I mean, you said mustard, yellow, and orange, so you must know that those are two different colors. Of course, yeah. And if you... I, w- I would say this is a mustard yellow. I would it say, is so. I would say the same. Oh, well, you're looking at a book right now. Yeah, right. looking at a question mark on a book. But if, if someone's like, no, it's like a yellow-orange or something, I'd be like, ah. Because I get fooled that way sometimes where I feel like 95% sure. And then someone will go, no, 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 it's not that. Right. And it, you're in the ballpark, but it, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's just not. This it, K and this L to me are difficult. Can you see a little closer? You know what I found also once weirdly, and this doesn't happen a lot, but like if it's under natural light, it's a little bit easier. Like I feel like I can see it better than if it's under like a light bulb or something. We're looking at this book, Cocology. Cocology, which has, yeah, not great colors. So what? Um, if I had to, if yeah, I had guess to what colors the letters are. Left to right, it's going red. And then this is a simil- This is like an orange. And then this is this is one of those colors that kind of fucks with me because it feels like it's a in between blue and green. Uh, like I don't know if you'd call that aquamarine or something. And then this seems like a burnt orange. And then it, uh, th- th- there are no more colors. Uh, I think you got all those right, actually. You did. But well, it, that's it, like, it's like a, it's almost a turquoise blue. What color blue See, it's turquoise. Yeah, we don't, don't know. Turquoise <laughs> fucks with us. Indigo, feel, get out of here. I feel like it's not a burnt orange, like it's the orange. orange. Weird. I feel like I'm not colorblind, but I feel like when you get like... In between the, the yeah, primaries, yeah, and like the, I, the I get a little know. fuzzy with yeah. those it's, things. Then it's just like, what do you? All right, yeah, all Relax. right. Uh, by the way, real quick, <laughs> uh, according to colorblindawareness.org, one in twelve men are colorblind, okay. and one in two hundred women. Oh, so it, it's very rare for women, typically, because uh, it is on the X chromosome and. Men only have one X chromosome, so if you have that, then you're colorblind. Mm. But if you're a woman, you need to have inherited both of them. So it has oh. to come from both parents. Uh, that's why, and you can only get, you only get your X chromosome from your mom because you get your Y chromosome from your dad. Right. So it's the typical genetic uh, kind of path is that uh, if like if I had a daughter, she would get the infected <laughs> X chromosome <laughs> from me, and then could potentially pass. She has a fifty percent pa- chance of passing it to. Her son, and that's genetics from Joe. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> thank nice. you. Ooh, I like that. All right, back to this quiz, Tony. I think Dave is uh, beating us because he's got two point five, right? I have two point five. Aren't we only on question four? No one got that last yeah, we're one. On four. Yeah, no, no one. Got oh, no one oh, still only at one point. Even Great. though we bonded over colorblindness, yeah. he couldn't detect it within me. <laughs> and now, how is the hatred going to blossom? I don't think it will. I feel like we are brothers for life yeah. in, in colorblindness. <laughs> That's where true hatred comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking turnabout. Right. Yeah. I, and, I thought parent, we were brothers. Parent trap. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Question four. But you're also, if you have no hatred in your life, perhaps you are colorblind. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> if we don't see color. Anyway. Mm. 
All right. Question number four. Shoes off. How tall am I? A, 5'4", B, 5'5", C, 5'6", or D, 5'7". Can we hear those again, please? A, 5'4", B, 5'5", C, 5'6", or D, 5'7". Shoes off. I, the way you said shoes off made it sound like we're, like we're introducing a new game called shoes off. All right, everybody take your shoes off for this one. 5'4", 5'5", 5'6", 5'7". My shoes are on, so yeah. take that into account. You're also sitting. <laughs> and I'm sitting? Yeah. All right. Everyone have their answers? Are we locked in? Yes. Yeah. Allison, what'd you say? I'm going to guess B, 5'5", five, five, but I could easily go 5'6", and I'm going back and forth. Okay. Cool. Tony? I also went 5'5". Five, five. Dave? Same. Yeah, same. Great. Uh, shoes off. I'm 5'4". Mm. This mm. is a rare instance where Allison is kind of complimenting me. <laughs> that really <laughs> with, backfired. With her answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a weird thing when I tell people I'm 5'4", people shorter than me will be like, well, but I'm 5'4". And I'm always like, no, you're not. I know I'm 5'4". And you're, <laughs> it's this weird thing where it's almost expected, especially for men, to lie. And mm-hmm. like that's where our, uh, you know, announced, uh, our official height is, even if it's not... And also, I mean, with shoes, you are a little bit taller, obviously, but mm-hmm. if it's ever at the doctor or, or whatever where it's like shoes off and it's, yeah, it's 5'4". I but, only bring this up because I was also in seventh grade. Uh, I was the shortest kid and I cheated in a back-to-back measure because uh-huh. this kid, Brian, was everyone knew, the shortest kid in school. And then one day we happened to get too close to each other walking by and someone, a taller kid, went, whoa! <laughs> Stop the presses. (laughs) You know how we've all unequivocally decided this guy's the shortest. And I went, oh, no. Because I knew. I knew. But you grew up like a pretty good beard. Uh My theory, my hypothesis is that in this grade, seventh, sixth, seventh, how tall were you then? I was always short. I mean, I was always among the the shorter kids uh, in class. Curious how tall my friend Brian is now because I feel like he – yeah, I don't know. But Wait, I, I got lucky that I sprouted up. I think he was topping out. No, what's your theory about the beard and height? I think it like he was I, – I feel like I was a late bloomer, and that, so I was still kind of growing, whereas he kind of jumped right into – you know when you'd see kids in eighth grade and they had like chest hair? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, you're done. You yeah. finished. I, whereas I was like just getting armpit hair, like I'm so cowed. <laughs> and I think that was kind of – I think he was more likely stayed on the shorter side. Curious, like he might be six feet tall now. I have no idea. So they, so these bullies made you go back to back. Yeah, and And then then, you cheated. Yeah, I was wearing shoes not dissimilar, kind of to the ones Joe's wearing, like a Vans or something. Mm -hmm. So I could, and I'd practice this, of course. (laughs) I could like slide my heel up where it still looked like my sock was down at the bottom, but I was, you know, giving it a half inch, maybe a full inch, and then. All you had to do there is not bobble. You know, if you just like, yeah. bobble, <laughs> hold, hold steady, just hold steady, and then they went. Oh, he's a little bit taller, but then they still made fun of me. Like you're the same size, if not like a millimeter taller. As the kid, we hate. <laughs> now we hate you. <laughs> and you're now like six two, six three. I'm like five ten. What? Yeah, I think so. I, there was a period where I think I grazed five eleven. I don't think I've ever been taller than that. I think you I'm back down to so 5'10". tall. Really? It's the forehead. 
I feel like I've commented on you being tall. I I would take that. I, I would, would say 5'10 is tall. I think it's an average. Yeah, I mean, if average. I go in That's anything, everything's designed for a gentleman of 5'10. Mm-hmm. So I could be an astronaut. I didn't. But like, <laughs> I would have done all these Can things. Can you be an astronaut if you're colorblind? No. And I want, I, the only branch of the military that I was really like ambitious about there were periods where i was like maybe i'll just join the army but that always felt like a eh you're just like joe anybody <laughs> yeah. whereas the air force i really right. thought like oh that'd be rad i grew up loving top gun i'll join the air and then i just, absolutely cannot if you're colorblind not even close you read the pamphlets like one of the top three things you're like no so yeah it really can be a hindrance mm. get me for my dreams I, I, astronaut to ast or air force to astronaut <laughs> that's a perfect pathway Forget it. yeah <laughs> All right, number five. Oh, and I would like to measure just to make sure you didn't cheat us on this five five. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, and just uh, one cl- quick uh, addendum or uh, asterisk or, or whatever to the uh, that question is that I do feel like I I people have told me that I don't seem five five. I can't or five four. I've oh, mentioned that already. There it is. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just so I have a a clip a, a stand up clip uh, on Comedy Central, and it's the first time I've had a video with like a lot of comments on it. And the top comment with like six hundred plus likes, meaning that it's resonating with people, is he has a adult body and child legs. Uh, adult uh, adult body. Anyway, I just I wanted to. All right. So here's the next question. Which of the following is not a live comedy show that I have or currently produce? A, The Late Live Show. B, Rod Stewart Live. C, The Wheel Show. Or D, The Cosmo C. Lafredo Show. Which of those is not a comedy show? Can we hear those again, please? Absolutely. The Late Live Show is A. Rod Stewart Live is B. The Wheel Show is C. And the Cosmo C. Lafredo show is D. This one is challenging for me. Mm-hmm. But I have my answer. As do I. I do locked as well. in? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. What do we... Dave, what do you got? I guess C. I have no idea. Okay, you said The Wheel Show is not a show I produced. Tony? I also said The Wheel Show. Okay. Allison? For some reason, The Wheel Show, I feel like maybe, it, I feel like I've heard something about that one. So I chose B, Rod Stewart, even though you'd think you, Rock Hall, music guy, probably do do something with Rod Stewart. But what is that? In the course of saying this, I think I'm wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, The Late Live Show, A, is a show that I hosted in Chicago. It was a late night talk show for a long time. Uh, whenever that same group of people who did that show on the off season, we would do a sketch show called the Cosmo C. Lafredo show. Great. And for me. then in LA, we, uh, some of us came out and then we got together with some of our other friends from Chicago and did a show at nerd melt for a few years called the wheel show. Ah. Rod Stewart live is a great comedy show that some of my friends produce at La Quivita in Highland park. Ding for me. So the answer was B. Son of a. I'm a great. I like yeah, I had heard winner. of the Rod Stewart show. I had I hadn't heard of the Wheel show. I don't think you did it at Nerd Belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Sorry to miss it, man. It's okay. 
R.I.P. The Wheel Show. Mm. And Nerd and, Melt. Yeah. And Nerd Melt. Yeah. yeah. We miss it. I do. Yeah. That's where that's where I recorded my tape to submit to Comedy Central. Nice. And they said, at Nerd Melt, he's in. We're not even, <laughs> even going to watch it. We love it. I always found parking around there a little bit stressful. It's not great. It, it wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. I would like everywhere that I go to have a um, spacious parking lot. Don't live here. <laughs> I think might be or, the solution. Or I'll just, like I did um, Doug Loves Movies the other night, and so I just took a lift. That's my new, that's, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's everyone's move, but it's also mine. I have a, I have a spot I always go to. At really? Yeah. At Franklin? Uh-huh. Do you just go up Bronson? That's usually what I do. That's what I'm I not do. revealing my secrets. Oh, I think smart. that's what everyone does. <laughs> we all just kind of go up Bronson. Sounds like somebody doesn't know. You ever seen Coyote up there? Yeah. It's great. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you feel like you're one with nature. You, yeah. you make eye contact. You're like they ah. see you and they're like in the street light. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very they're oddly it. not aggressive. Yeah. yeah, I say that having a friend who uh, was sitting on a picnic blanket and a coyote just came up and bit his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just like you know, like a, a sitting down with your arms behind you, hands behind you, and it just like <laughs> snuck up and bit. Like I think the in between the thumb and the index finger. I like that coyote. It to be so quiet. Like I don't know why I need to do this, but I just I gotta try it. Well, right, because it's not it's not like a, you know it's just rushing and snarling <laughs> right. and then latching on. It's just like kind of curiously trotting up, biting How it. Do I make friends? I, I just, <laughs> just want to tell this guy I want to play fetch. It looks fun. How bad was the bite? Uh, like a I, nip or I think it was significant enough it felt he had like a, a, a pretty heavy duty bandage on and you know had to go to a doctor jeez yeah no, no tuck fun tuck my hand between <laughs> hands between my legs when I'm ever in where was this Bronson uh, at a picnic I'm never gonna, <laughs> never going to picnic I've but it's not the ants it's the coyotes this documentary series called The Disappearance of Madeline McCann it's dreadfully boring initially and then it starts <laughs> taking a shift and like they start turning the focus on a certain group of people. And then it's really fascinating. And this gentleman friend of yours, I don't know if I would have just said, oh, that's a bummer without, let's unwrap that bandage and let me see them bite marks. Your hand's down flat behind you, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a coyote. Mm. Am I getting a good grip on this meaty part? I don't think so. <laughs> I think this gentleman was bitten by a snake. Or <laughs> something embarrassing. Yeah, I think something embarrassing. I think he reached into something he shouldn't have and cut himself, or he was a den, or he was using a knife improperly and like just did something so stupid but, he couldn't talk oh, about it. Oh, but see, I think any knife accidents like badass. No, not if you're like trying to get the pit out of an avocado. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I had a stone stuck in the bottom of my shoes. I took it off, and then I, and then you end up cutting the hell out of your hand, and people go, "Here, that's so dumb." It's so dumb. You were getting a pit out of an avocado with a knife? <laughs> you like, well, didn't you just hit it, like slice just, it and then pull it, grab twist? it and twist, yeah. No, no, I, I thought I'd Use the point. try it. I'd put it. I think this is likely what This is just my, again, forensic files, guys. You just, it's always a family member. <laughs> yeah, right. So wait, would you recommend this murder of Miss, the whatever McCann thing? Would you recommend I'm not it? done with it yet. I'm only, I think I've just started maybe the third or the fourth. And yeah. uh, you did say it was boring, dreadfully boring. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but the beauty is you can kind of uh, just ignore it, catch up on emails. A lot of it's in, in subtitles, and you can still breeze right past all of that. And then you'll hear it when they catch on to like. But then, and okay. then you're suddenly like, oh, okay. And then it becomes somewhat fascinating. So I would recommend it. Try it out. 
and then see if you can get past two. I mean, what is that asking people these days? Get past two episodes of something. I only did it because it was just sort of playing in the in the background. I like a thing that you can put on and not pay attention to. Yeah, th- I think this is one of them. You'll hear it. You'll gather enough information. Right. You hear a lot of uh-huh. like speaking in Portuguese. You're like, I'm sure that's not important. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah. then eventually it'll click. And All then, right. Uh, What's it called? The murder of Madeline McCann? It's like who kidnapped Madeline or the disappearance of Madeline. <laughs> okay. Is it Ma- type Madeline? We'll find Ma- it. Magdalene? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the muffin? Mm-hmm. Betty be Muffin. The murder of Mrs. Muffin? <laughs> <laughs> the marvelous Miss Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, my friend whose hand got bit would run tech for the wheel show. So, Ooh. yeah. Did they bite his tech hand? His main, his, his main tech hand. hand. Oh, no, when he got that job, did you see his resume? Did you check? Did you call and see if he had maybe fib just a little? Is oh he a God. known fibber? He did. He did put the coyote bite on his resume. Is that bad? That's a <laughs> under what mark. experience or skills? That's it's all it said on the piece of paper. <laughs> Tell me something interesting about coyote yourself. Bite. I don't like maggots, and then you have a coyote bite on your hand at the moment. Hired. <laughs> What's that bandage? Oh, it's bitten by a coyote. But you went with the maggots. Correct. Mm-hmm. I think it's much more fascinating. Perfect. <laughs> the wheel show was fun. It was a sketch show. We would have stand-ups and other bits, but the running order was determined by a big carnival wheel Ew. that the uh, audience would come up and spin. So it was uh, where it lands is what you see. That was what we put on the poster. It's a very fun show because it was very spontaneous. You didn't know what you'd see next. Yeah. There is a show that I was a celeb. I'm not even sure I was a celeb judge. I think I was just a judge and I decided. I just just gave myself that. I'm so sorry. That is so. I think I was just in the audience. I was a celeb audience member. I just heard about it. I thought it was weird they made me pay. (laughs) It was this magic show and they cover volunteer. I ended up on stage. I was a celebrity. I was a guest a couple times um, and it's called. It was called Story Storyworthy, but it had like more to the name. But anyway, it's a podcast and it's still going. But anyway, they have a big wheel and they spin it. And then wherever it lands, the storytellers have to come up with a story about that. And yeah. I think they that just seems terrifying to me. Would you feel like you guys would be good at that? No. Oh, my God. That's terrifying to me, too. Yeah. After I nailed your Thanksgiving, I mean, I feel like it's just... You'd be good at it. We essentially played it here tonight. Yeah. I gave you Thanksgiving, and then you you spun a tale. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that just sounds... I don't know. The whole storytelling thing to me... it's presented like, oh, it's much looser than stand-up, but it's not. The people who are good at it, they're doing stand-up essentially. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. done, I've told stories at improv shows before where they take, they want like a suggestion still from the audience. Oh, and then, but then but, yes, and you're and the guest monologist. Yeah, and I'm yes. supposed to tell, but, yeah. and I, you, you got to stretch sometimes. Right. Like, kinda, and then, but also they've, the group that I did it with was like, and also, if you can't think of something, don't even worry about it. I went to a, an improv show one time, and I was kind of uh, – they brought me up. I think the podcast at the time was doing pretty well, so they were like, guess who's here? Mm-hmm. Tell us a story. And I told this story about my mom getting really into cycling, and so she got those pedals that you clip into, and she was <laughs> riding her bike in the – it was on a dirt road, but it started to get really sandy. And then she fell over on the bike, but her feet didn't unclip. 
And so she was kind of stuck on her bike, laying there in the sand. And then, and she was cussing a lot, just screaming and yelling like, God damn it. And then like an Amish family with a horse and cart went by (laughs) and heard her just cussing a bunch. And so I just told that story. And then the improv group went great. And then they just acted out that exact story. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept waiting for like, all right, where's the fun improv the twist, stuff? Yeah. There's no twist. It just uh-huh. so I so I it gave me a low estimation of that particular yeah. Improv game. I don't think it's supposed to be like that. No, yeah, you gotta improv something. Improvise. Yeah. It was the exact don't just re- reenact my <laughs> right, story it was a reenactment. from life. Anyone have a place or a story we can reenact? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question. Final question. Spell my last name. Oh, man. I'm ashamed because I've had to type it many times, but I don't feel confident. Allison's uh, emailed me. Yeah. Obviously, so she has seen it probably more than anybody. But initially, I mispronounced it. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep that to yourself until I, everybody's... I know. I That might have just been a hint that I gave. I think so. Everybody's, everybody's locked in. Yeah. yeah I'm not I'm confident, good. but I'm locked. I am right. confident. If you're confident, do you want to go first? Yeah. K-W-A-C-Z-A-L-A. Tony, would you write? Uh, that's exactly what I put as well. Fuck. Dave? I went. I switched around the C and the Z. I'm really impressed with myself. I was really gonna write "fuck you," <laughs> and then I was like, "No, give it an effort." And then I thought I was making it up. I thought I was so far. You off. got so you, close. You got very close. Yeah, it's Thanks. the C before the Z. Ah, and now that I look at it, that's like a what, Polish or something. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always C before Z. Always, yeah. I thought it was Quaxala, and I thought he was South African. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I just it was. But you got Polish. <sighs> well. You guys. I'll go ahead and give myself another half right there. <laughs> why, why not, buddy? <laughs> I have four. I have three. I got one and a half. Even with this That can't be right. You probably got two if you're yeah. giving yourself two halves. Yeah, no, didn't, I didn't really myself, get that last I didn't get my, I, I couldn't bring I think myself to see on the Z extra half. Oh, I'll okay. take a loss here. I, I, four I mean, is tremendous. That's great. What a wonderful quiz this was. Yeah. Wow. Nice job. Thank four you, out Joe. of six, that's really well done. It is. Quizala. Quizala. That, that's how you say it? Quizala. It's Quizala, but you Quizala. know, if you're saying it quick enough. Yeah. Quizala. Quiz. Yeah. This has been a super fun show, you guys. Tune in next week to hear my general question for Dave. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. A holiday clip. That's right. <laughs> my God. The <sighs> next week's episode will air the day after Christmas. <gasps> I'm, I wonder how general it's going to be. It's <laughs> like, so general. Like, what if it's just why? Ooh! Oh, like not even. Well, yeah, I know. This is. I'm now. I'm gonna have a full week to think about it. Right. Um, follow me on Patreon or be 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 uh, subscribe. Join my Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Allison Rosen. It's super fun. Jenna Kim Jones is coming to town for one day only, and we're doing some recording. She'll be the Patreon guest this month. Uh, and uh, there's also all sorts of other fun stuff. Go to my Sketchfest show, listen to Childish, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Allison Rosen. Joe, yes. what would you like to plug? Uh, you can follow me at Joe K, Joe K on Twitter. Uh, you can also listen to my podcast, Who Cares About the Rock Hall? Uh, and I will be at the Comics Roadhouse in Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, December 26th through 28th. So come on out to that. Dave? As I mentioned, Winnipeg, I'll be there at Rumors, uh, January 14th through 18th. And then the junk shows every, the second Sunday of every month, and people never remember that. So it's the second Sunday. I'm like, when's, when's your show? 
And then, so if it's any time between the 8th and the 14th, it's happening any given month that is a Sunday. <laughs> and I am doing the Dynasty Typewriter taping of the sequel to One Headed Beast. So you can see One Headed Beast on Roku and a bunch of other uh, Amazon Prime. And if you like that or if want, or just curious or just – it's imperative that there's an audience for this next one. January 26th, Allison will be out of town. You have nothing else to go to that night if you live if you anywhere can't make near it to my Los show. Angeles. <laughs> yeah, don't travel down from San Francisco. Why would you do that? Just go you're going to gonna, go, there, to, yeah. go to the Sketch Fest for heaven's sake. But if you're here in the Southern California area and uh, you can get t- tickets at a discount two for 20 by entering the promo code ROSEN. I had them do that. And, but I've decided it's only going to be for a short period. So probably by the end of the year, out of spite, if that code hasn't been used enough, you'll have to be back to full price. So take advantage of it now. Get to, I want there to just be tickets sold ahead of time so I don't have to like scramble in the last week and get a bunch of uh, – This is an interesting vagrants. tactic yeah. because on the one hand, I want everyone to go to my Sketchfest show. Yeah. On the other hand, now I'm like, ooh, let me know how many people use that special code. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I feel like there shouldn't be any competition between 400 miles apart, these shows. You never know. That's true. And if you do come in spite of Sketchfest, tell me and I'll get you an extra person in free. I just appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Such a weird move. Yeah. Strange incentive to give people, but I like it. I just don't wait, see that Wait happening. a minute. <laughs> I, I nodded because I'm, I'm experiencing the bliss of the co- Rosen Code, but <laughs> Tony... Uh, at Tony Thaxon, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Motion City Soundtrack Tour starts New Year's Eve. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's new Don't Stop or We'll Die EP out right now. And uh, my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And this week, hey, when people are hearing this, Rise of Skywalker comes out today. It's Christmas time. So this week's episode is Christmas and the Stars, the Star Wars Christmas album. Nice. So check that out if you like weird stuff. All right, everyone, thank you for listening. You guys, thank you for being on the show. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.